Welcome back to another episode of the Bigger Hunters podcast. Your host, Hunter Dydle. Uh, today, we were supposed to sit down and talk about some turkey hunting experiences. Ended up on a whole load of different things. Uh, just being clear with you, we talk about some hot button issues and politics and things about our faith, especially with Easter this last week and kind of going through some of that stuff. So if you don't like faith or if you don't like talking about politics, this probably isn't the podcast for you to listen to. But if you do, I appreciate it. Um, if you like it, it'd be great if you'd rate and review it. Um, but today's episode is brought to you by the other guys outfitters. I'm really starting to plan for my next year. We're getting into the spring. Things are starting to slow down. It's like, Hey, what am I going to do next year? Well, especially for me, uh, Shay and I are going to be having a baby in November, right? So some of my hunting opportunities in that like November, December area is really going to take a hit. So in order to kind of catch my season back up, I'm looking at going out to the other guys outfitters out in Western Nebraska. Uh, they really do. They kind of do it all, but they specialize in dry field, duck, and goose hunts. Uh, They do some incredible things. You can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. They have videos on videos about what they are able and capable of doing and all the birds, and it's an awesome site. They also have a YouTube if you want to check that out. But uh, jump on over to Facebook or Instagram and DM about some of the dates that they've got going on. They can get you all set up. So don't miss out on this, guys. It's once in a lifetime when you go out there. Um, every Everybody in the eastern Nebraska talks about western Nebraska. Everybody in the U.S. should talk about western Nebraska because it's just that amazing. So hit them up, talk to Matt or Krager, and they'll get you set up and have an awesome time. And I'm pretty sure that they also have lodging now as of this year. So just makes your experience even even better, easier, you know, get out and enjoy some time with your buddies in the pit. So, or an A-frame. All right, let's go ahead and jump in the podcast. Welcome back to the Big Red Hunters podcast. Uh, want to say, start out by saying, if you ha- if you want to join a community and you want to, you know, talk to other hunters, you know, converse, find some stories, whatever, you should join our Facebook group, Big Red Hunters podcast, fans forums, great place to connect with other people and like minded people. So, jump on there, hit the like button, and here's the second thing you're gonna do for me because you love me. You're going to say, hey, I'm going to rate and review this podcast because I love Hunter. And I'm going to say thank you because I love you too. <laughs> Jeremy, how you doing, buddy? I am doing spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, it, have you rate and reviewed the podcast? <laughs> I probably should. You hear this, guys? Hey, hey, hey. No, shade has I, been thrown. <laughs> I'd say shade has been and thrown. I think, I think Shady is actually coming through the door. Yeah. My wife's coming. I call her shady sometimes. Some shady. Well, what have you been up to, buddy? What have you been up to now lately? Turkey hunting a lot. <sighs> Turkey hunting. Hey. <sighs> as soon as you shoot one, I think you'll enjoy it more. You just gotta go. I? You just gotta go. I just gotta go? Yeah. 
Well, unfortunately, I sat at home the last few days and uh, was sitting. Hi, my wife. Hi, and Shay. <laughs> uh, I sat at home for the last few days because Nala will no longer be having babies. She got fixed. Yeah. So I tried. I tried to convince him. Little Nala puppies, but see, you know, I had a few people say they wanted puppies, but you know what? No one, no one wants to deal with the puppies. I would have dealt with the puppies. <laughs> you say that, I, dude? I used to raise puppies with my family. You would have came over here like every morning at like six o'clock to deal with them. I don't know. I I would have made an argument for them to be at my house, but but then Nala would have. Yeah, I know. It would have been an odd situation, but I can't leave. I can't leave my little princess over somebody else's house. Now Zeus, you're more than welcome to take him. I ain't taking Zeus home. You tried to get me to do that already. I'm gonna laugh. One of these times, I'm gonna sneak him in your truck (laughs) and see what you do. Uh, Like in the back of the truck, though. In the back of the truck. Well, Well, I I wouldn't do that. I think I think he would hop out. The backside doors, there you go. Uh, And hope hope that he hides. He won't, but (laughs) you can hope. That'd be pretty funny. He just pops up and you're like, guys, Zeus, like, you're not in the right spot. You are not supposed to be here. (laughs) Where'd you come from? Uh no. Nobody needs to know. (laughs) But on but on this side note, man, I uh it was it was nice to spend some quality time with Nala and do absolutely nothing. I did watch this cool series though called A D. Oh, I've never heard of it. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. So the, the History Channel made two versions. They had the BC version and basically goes through like the big highlights of the Bible. Like uh, you're talking like Moses going through Egypt, uh, them going the 11 spies in the uh, promised land and then like King David and like some of the big kings and yeah. stuff throughout the history of uh, Judea and Israel. And um, then... They make one, I don't, I don't know if they did make one for actual, like, the crucifixion, but either way, then the AD starts, like, right after his crucifixion and going through, like, what, and it really kind of goes through Acts, like, how they got the early church started and where the apostles came from and um, how they kind of moved throughout, well, Jerusalem and then spread out into, like, Samaria and other places like Galilee and from there. But, honestly, it's cool, I will say. I'll have to check it out. <clears throat> I, I don't know, man. I'd just gotten, and Shay and I talked about that today, is, like, we're just getting to the point where we're just getting tired of the woke BS on, like, Netflix, Hulu, Disney. It's, like, the new, I, I saw the new trailer for the new uh, Thor that came out. Mm. Like, had to, I'm had so to, out on superhero movies. Like so. they had to, everything they gotta add some. I'm just gonna say it, they gotta, they gotta add some gay undertone. Like yeah, you know, you want to live your life, you live it how you want. But like, it's like anymore. Like you can't even get through a TV show with someone like some lesbo or some gay couple. It's like yeah, I just and it, I just don't get it, man. I just get tired of it. So I agree. We actually got on, it's called Pure Flix. So it's like a Christian Netflix. Hmm. So if you're looking for something, it's only five five bucks a month. Like they have a bunch of 
Christian shows like they have the History Channel AD, and actually they have, I didn't see it till yesterday, they have uh, what's called, and I've seen them on Instagram, it's called Raised Hunting. Yeah, I've heard of them. And uh, they have their own TV show on there, so huh. I look forward to watching that. You guys watch The Chosen? Uh, that's, we're going to watch it after this. Yeah, as I was say, I've, I've got a couple episodes that I need to watch still, but I really like that show. Yeah. They do... A, I really love how in depth they go into like, and I know there's probably people out there that like watch the show and go, that's not biblically sound, but I like the aspect of the depth they go into the life of Christ in that show, especially the period of time as he's getting all his disciples together and, you know, Well, well, I think that's the same thing with the history channel. Is it, is it completely biblically accurate? No, but at the same time, I will say, when you like when you're reading through the Bible and stuff, it's hard to you in some ways personalize it. Yeah, and you always like can you think to yourself like these are real people, real living real life. Mm-hmm. And when you watch them on those like TV shows, I feel like there's a real factor to it, mm-hmm. to where this <clears throat> that may not be <laughs> how they interact necessarily, but to show. I mean, they, they did do a good job of, like, researching, you know, like, say, like, uh, Simon Peter's personality, those kind of abrupt. Mm, yeah. I think they did a good job of, like, having a similar personality as to what Apostle was. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I really enjoyed that interaction. It, I, I think the word you use that is perfect for it, it makes it more personal. Like, yeah. Absolutely, because you can be reading the the Bible and the gospel and whatnot. And it just, you know, just seems like you're reading words sometimes and sitting outside of the whole entire picture. But I don't know something about the way they present it. Well, like it's just my big thing. And this is something that's came up the last couple of days thinking about this is like, okay, so when we preach, right, you go, mm-hmm. how do you preach? You preach from the Bible. Yeah. How do they preach? They don't got the Bible. <laughs> they wrote the Bible. Yeah. Like they had to talk as witnesses to what had happened, mm-hmm. but it was it's kind of interesting to where like, holy, like it just is kind of mesmerizing. Like how would you preach at that time? Well, and one aspect of that I love is that they go through the fears and the concerns of the disciples as they were learning how to preach and fearful for their lives at times, you know, because yeah. like, well, there's a couple episodes in that first season where they're literally going around and it's like they know that because of some of the preaching that they've done about Jesus so far and those first initial miracles that he yeah. he did, um, I mean, they basically had targets on their back and they were kind of hidden underground almost. And yeah. though the Bible talks about that, I like how they present it in The Chosen. Like, you can you can feel the suspense or like the craziness that was going on in their lives at that time. Well, like, you know, you hear about, yeah, you hear about pure persecution. And that's the thing I would say about like the American churches, like you could say, what do you want? Like, yeah, censorship happening. Yeah. There's some stuff, but like, are we persecuted? Absolutely not. We live in a free country to this point. Who knows about the commies in the next five years, but right now we live in a free country with, you know, religious freedom. Mm-hmm. And 
it's it's one of those things where you know we haven't we haven't been flogged because you know we said Jesus is the Christ or Jesus is the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know in the I think it's like the fourth episode of the AD like Caiaphas, which is the head head honcho, he was the high priest. You know, basically sent them to get flogged because they said that and like you know to see the actual pain and the 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 all the things that went into it and how much like they actually did go through just to live out their faith mm-hmm. is pretty incredible i mean it puts a whole new tangent and whole whole new aspect of what faith and trust in god is and it's like you see you hear about that now and like persecution especially in the middle east and china but it, it kind of puts a realistic, a realism aspect to it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, makes you, uh, makes, definitely makes you re rethink your life and what you think about your faith and how real it is to mm-hmm. you. And what, what you would really, I guess that's the other thing too, is like, what would you really do if you were put in that circumstance? Mm-hmm. You know, you like, You'd like to think that you would be a man and stand up and say no, but, you know, the guy that walked around with Jesus for a couple of years, like Simon Peter, and he denied him. I mean, mm-hmm. he knew he was going to be killed if he had said yes. So, like, it, yeah. was, a, it was a reaction out of fear, which yeah. he had a lot of remorse for, but, like, and that that's a guy that knew Jesus. Well, he knew Jesus, and Jesus even told him that he would deny him. Yeah. And... I mean, I think at the as you know, present day Christians, like those thoughts of would I be able to stand up, you know, in the eyes of persecution because of my beliefs for Christ, like I, those are almost healthy thoughts to have. Because I mean, I mean, when the Bible talks about end times, there's going to be people that deny Christ and turn away from Him, and it's you know, kind of like P- Peter. Yeah, he denies Christ and then, you know, feels remorse and regrets it when the rooster crows third time. Or yeah, I said that right. But well, I mean, and I was thinking about this today too. Is like, yeah, I remember our pastor talking to us about it even when I was a kid in like youth ministry and like middle school, talking about some of the things in politics that were kind of moving that way and like. The whole Midwestern, or actually Midwestern, the whole Western culture of the West, I'm talking like Europe, you know, their their whole thing is secularism. And atheism has moved into the U.S., and it's getting more radical and more dangerous. And mm-hmm. that, same, that, that same process of thinking makes it, eventually it becomes dangerous. And, I mean, mm-hmm. there's one thing to go against the grain, but... You know, if we're going as far left as communist China, like, they want to destroy religion. Or, like, you know, like, I saw something, some post from, was it Alien Omar? Why you can say anything to anybody because you're married to your brother, but, you know, P's are Q's and Q's are potatoes, I guess. But, and reality doesn't exist, so you marry your brother. But, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know, she had, uh, there was a, a church group that was like singing a gospel song and somebody videotaped it on a, or videoed it on a, 
a plane and she she got all mad and all butthurt about it. But you didn't even have to feed her it. She just ate it. Bruh. Okay, so back up everybody. I have been wanting to I'll talk in a second, but like so I have been wanting to start making some some wild game dishes. Things are slowing down. I got a bunch of meat in the freezer. Like I want to make something, right? So I I was like, you know, barbecue pulled beef sounds really good and like Let's let's do this, right? I'm I'm excited. So, I actually went off uh, Matt from High Prairie Sportsman. He had a recipe, and I was actually excited to try it. Uh, Followed his YouTube. I did a little bit different than he did, but basically, you stick. It's really simple. You you put goose breasts, stick them in a slow cooker with some coke, cover it all up, cook them for 12 hours. After 12 hours, you shred it, put it with some barbecue. Um, when I put the Coke in there, I put a bunch of like different barbecue seasonings. I think that helped out for the flavor. Um, and then I actually, I did a little different. I shredded it, put it in the barbecue, and then I put that, uh, slow cooker pan back in the fridge, which I actually think helped marinate the, the, the goose even a little bit more. And then, uh, warmed it back up today in the slow cooker. And man, I, I, it was I'll great. Be do- I'll be doing that again. For sure. Oh, the oh. mic's not even on. Hello. There we yep. are. Um, hi, everyone. <laughs> this is this is Shay. <laughs> she I'm just, just got from work. On <laughs> um, not going to lie. I am going to be 100% honest. This is like a 10 being the best wild game I've ever had. Probably like a 9.5. Yeah, move, your, move your mic down or this way a little bit. There you is go. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's preface, preface this. So when Shay and I got together, I was broke as a joke. So her family had a lot of deer that they had processed, and they kept just giving it to me because they weren't eating it. Like, for a solid, like, two years, I just ate ground deer because it was free, and mm-hmm. I was broke. It was disgusting. And I loved it. Like, I lo- I, I like deer, and I, even to this day, I still like deer. But Shay really got to the point where she, like, every time she smelled it, she'd just be like, Bleh, just like that. <laughs> And so we kind of got got I liked away from it. I the jerky. I just like, or even the beef sticks. It was something about ground deer. And even yeah. when you do ground wild game, whether it's waterfowl, I don't know what it is about it being grounded, but it just tastes completely different. But this, I, I'm kind of speechless. I, I really like it. And that's saying a lot since I'm pregnant and like, yeah. Meat has not been a favor of mine, and I I like this a lot. Like I'm gonna go get a second one here in a minute. For real? Yeah. <laughs> For real? Yeah. Well, I ended up I ended up with two. Jeremy had two or three. I had two. Two. I'm also it, feeding for two, so yeah. It was, it's also really good <laughs> putting mm-hmm. it on chips. Yep. You and should I, really try it. I put some on potato salad. It was really good. Tell but. me. Okay, so you said Coke. Yep. Lots of marinations. That's the one that we actually got from the, we used the stuff that we got from the oh, expo. From, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't remember what it's called, but that's I don't know. Really some, it was like almost like Jamaican barbecue. Yeah. yeah. I got. Like a dry mix. I don't remember what the name of the one is I got. I got the spicy one when we were there. Yeah. I put that on basically all my meats mm-hmm. now. I love it. I will. I don't have the name. I don't remember the name off the top of my head. I'll go head, get it because I'm, I'm going to go get a second one and I'll be yeah, back. It's really good. Yeah, I put, okay, so I put Coke for 12 hours, cooked it, and then I put in, 
I put some misties, like all purpose, like all purpose stuff. Uh, misties for anybody listening, misties is like a local steakhouse. Yeah. They make their, it's all the local grocery stores have their like all purpose seasoning. Um, I put, <laughs> I put, <laughs> I put bullshit in it. So oh, did you? Yeah. So that's another like local place that does seasonings and steaks and stuff. They it's called bullshit. And it's made for more of like steaks and barbecue. And then I just put in that Jamaican stuff, and I mixed it, cooked it. And then I end up doing, uh, gosh, I told you what the barbecue sauce was, but I can't remember it. But the uh, the stuff that we had gotten, so we went to Deer Expo here in Lincoln. We we stopped and talked to this gal. She, has, she actually used to have a restaurant in Jamaica, yeah. and uh, for some reason, not sure what happened, but it burnt down, <laughs> which <laughs> I'm obviously that's a horrible thing and i hope they can make something of it but it sounds like they had instead of rebuilding a restaurant they just were gonna go straight to seasoning because uh they felt like it was a better market for them but it's called tropical tamarind yeah tamarind but i recommend checking it out i have the spicy version like i said they do they have a seasoning and then they also have like a wet rub yep and i have both and this you know the it's like a jalapeno and it, and it actually has a bite yeah um we literally put it on our popcorn at the expo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's meant for meat but we put it on our popcorn because it's literally that good i tell you what the expo that i wish we could like have again is wherever that uh, root beer came from i could really Same go that, that was the really that was the big game too yeah well, I know it was the big game. I'm just, I can't remember the actual oh, like, name the, of the Oh, the, the name place. of it, yeah. I'm sure, um, Is isn't it? your friend the one that wanted the root beer really bad? And he knew about it? Or I, was I it bet, your dad? I bet my dad bought some, but it it's, dad. it's probably gone, gone. <laughs> Ours didn't make it a week. Yeah, that <laughs> was, no. was really good. <laughs> you made me get the small jug, because you're like, it's just root beer. And then you basically drank the whole jug like it was really good root well, beer. <laughs> that yeah. small jug was like what? 12 oh yeah it was like, yeah, 12 it was like 12 dollars yeah it was definitely <laughs> i mean it, it was good I but i gotten the big one though yeah but we're back to what we we're talking about talking about religious freedom and talking about that kind of stuff oh no sorry i have i have to add in about this whole situation here <laughs> okay shay what you don't realize is after we got done eating hunter was like i'm gonna force her to try it pretty much and hope that she really likes it and he didn't even get the chance to, really. You yeah. just straight went for it. So last night, when he was so excited, I felt so bad. I was so excited. He was so excited for me to try it last night. But uh-huh. it was like 10 o'clock at night. And the number one thing not to do while you're pregnant is to eat right before you go to bed. Especially stuff like this. Because uh-huh. you just want to vomit everywhere. Yeah. And so I was like, so nice. Like, honey, I love you. Like, I know you're excited, but I, I just can't. And he's like, just please. Like, it's one little bite. I'm like, no, I, I really shouldn't. And he's like, looks at me like, you're never going to try this. I know you're not. Like, whatever. And he walks away like kind of mad, but like not mad because he understands. I, so, yeah, that, that's how it went. Well, we seriously talked it up for a reason. I equivalent to literally pulled deer. Pulled pork. It tastes like beef to beef, me. Beef, yeah. I mean, it it's fantastic. But almost I, like a sloppy Joe like, instead of pulled pork taste. Mm-hmm. I would go as far as to say like it's better than like I wouldn't most pulled porks that I've had. Oh, I, I don't, don't like pulled pork. Yeah, this is 
Way better. And the thing about this recipe that is great, you could do this with pretty much anything. Yeah. Any and it would it would work. Um, but how many recipes can you honestly say like goose, fire? <laughs> well, that I mean, literally hunter hunter not just wa- goose Canada goose. When we when we started eating, he was like, "I need you to taste that." And if you didn't already know it was goose, you'd never tell me it was goose. And Mm-mm. I, as a waterfowl hunter, yes, I do like to eat waterfowl. I will also be straightforward and tell you, waterfowl is a pain to find good recipes for because it is very gamey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Reasons why I don't like eating it often. Well, like, I can, okay, talking about, like, I can make teal. Teal is, like, really yeah. easy to make. You make like your teal poppers. Yeah. Well, teal, they're just. It's easy. Yeah. They. I think it. I think the reason you can make teal so good is because there's such a. It's such a smaller breast that when you soak them, that blood really, that blood and gamey, oily, well, really comes out the of other them. Thing in they, my opinion, they don't like. You got to remember what they eat. A lot of it's invertebrates. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't eat a lot of. They eat like some rights, I guess, when they get farther south, but a I lot of it's like. Either like grass seed or yeah. like that kind of stuff. Millet is really heavy when they come through, and that's generally what they're eating. So it's usually they're they don't get as much gaminess in their breast. Plus, we go back to this before, like forty percent of the teal that come through here first Our, year teal. Yeah, so they're young. Well, then you know you get into can well big ducks. I don't know. It just seems like it depends on the area and how old they are, but and species. I mean, yeah, divers. Good. <laughs> There's a reason I don't like to shoot ringers. Like straight <laughs> up, a reason. But you seem to shoot a lot of them. I only shot one this year. I was. I don't know how. And I had several days where I should have shot some because I would have actually shot ducks that day. But well, so then. wait, okay. Both of you answer this question. Yeah. Which game do you enjoy eating the most then? My favorite game? Yeah. Pheasant. Well, I got a wild turkey sitting in my freezer right oh, now that I killed this weekend. That sure is so good. And, uh, yeah. That mm. is, so that'd be a close one. Oh, wild so turkey. Pheasant and wild turkey. Oh, man. That sounds amazing. You go four-legged though or, you know, a darker meat. Uh, <sighs> I don't know, elk. Elk is really hard to pass up. Um, granted, I haven't. I want to try antelope really bad. Everybody says antelope is fantastic if you prepare it. If you take care of it from, you know, shot to plate properly, it could be really good, but I've never had it. I really want to try crane. I heard crane's really good. Oh, my buddy John just moved down to the lowlands of Colorado. Yeah. And they can do cranes in Colorado. I told him his mission is to find some cranes to shoot. <laughs> I, it was in my... <laughs> to do list this fall. It was fall. my to do yeah, list this fall. We, we Texas had been talking about going to Texas. Wait, what are you trying to say here? Uh, this this <laughs> child has blown up my hunting <laughs> plans this year. Yeah. So like we'll bad go timing on your part there, buddy. <laughs> bad timing on your part. We're not gonna get into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you know, say like October. I really don't want to get very far away because if you go in like. Going to labor early, then that creates a disaster. And then, like around here, November gets kind of slow. But I know you're just—I know you're going to need help with the baby for a while. And my plan is to just kind of take it slow. I'm hoping by January. 
I'm I'm hoping by January we can get uh, to goose hunting and I can kind of get back in the roll of things. You can take the baby with you. Not goose hunting. I'm just joking. It's gonna be with way you. too cold. <laughs> Unless we have joking. a warm winter again. Don't don't say that. I know. Yes, please. No. <laughs> please no. And then you get a spring like this yeah. where it's actually absolute junk. Yeah. Oh, you want a you want a warm day that's no wind? Oh, sorry. <laughs> you get a sixty degree day with forty mile an hour winds. Yeah. Enjoy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And so yep. then what what would be your least favorite game to eat? Can the goose. Really? For real. And that's yeah. what you made. Yeah. Yeah, oh. I was gonna say waterfowl, like a lot of my waterfowl, and I know it's kind of the basic thing to do with it, but I put a lot of it into summer sausage mm. and uh, pepper sticks. But I, I won't lie, good. I won't lie. I mix in a healthy amount of deer. Yep. Like, do you make them yourself, or do you? Oh, nice. I will take it occasionally. I've never ta- like I've never taken waterfowl, but like I will take deer to have oh, it yeah. made. Yeah. Um, but no, I actually I. Hunter does waterfowl, or his dad does the waterfowl jerky for us. Yeah, I usually help him get it ready, and he usually makes it. Yeah. Or we, ma- I should say we make it. We smoke it together. Right. It just depends. It goes back and forth. But I usually like it on the drier side. He usually likes it more on the the, the moist side. And I think if it's like the thick pieces, I like it. More moist, if that's what you're going to describe it as. Moist. But when it's thinner, I like it kind of crispier. But that's just me. I'm not big on crispy jerky. That's why I like sticks so much. Yeah, I, I do like sticks because, a lot. Because, like, my, I love my dad, but he makes he makes a lot of jerky, a lot of deer jerky. And when he does slabs, he likes it dry, dry. Oh, you should bring some over sometime. Oh, I love those. I can do that. I'm a big fan of those. Like but, the this sounds terrible. Like the ones at the gas station where they're literally like a square and like a millimeter mm-hmm. length. Love those. Yeah, I don't know why. But when it's it comes to like big. quarter inch slab jerky, I like it a little. I like it to be like it sounds weird, but it's kind of like a a dry steak almost. It's chewy. Mm-hmm. I, that's how I mm. like my jerky. But Mm-mm. I mean, of course, with that jerky, you have to like. You can't just leave that in your truck. Like Hunter. Like Literally dry like jerky. <laughs> you can no, leave like, dry jerky. leave it for like a month no, in there. I just pulled some out. So uh, the other night I cleared, or actually it was last night, I cleared out. There's a lot of like random beers in the fridge I throw out. Yeah. <laughs> They've been there for a while. But I was cleaning it out to put the, the slow cooker in there. Well, I was looking, and there's like three or four bags of jerky in there. There was one bag that was wet and it had been in the fridge for a while and it's gone. Well, yeah, but I mean, you s- you still teal. have it. Oh. Isn't there a dead teal in there? Yeah, then the freezer from oh. teal season. From yeah, the trainola. Not, not even in a bag. It's trainola with. <laughs> it's in the freezer. It's fine. Let's call this episode vomit hacks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you need to do that. That's disgusting. It's Rinala. Uh, okay, our I little, love that. A little princess. But put it in a freaking plastic bag. Oh, so every time I don't open the freezer door, a freaking frozen ass, excuse my language, <laughs> teal falls on my foot. <laughs> but it's funny because you're going to get mad about it. <laughs> every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 She what? wouldn't really probably like my freezer then. I've got geese yeah. and ducks in my freezer. 
At least they're in a bag, though. See, I don't care if they just need to be in a bag. That's all. That's all I care about. Oh, no. Where is he going? Oh, he's going to go grab some jerky. Right on. It probably was like chilling in his truck for about three months and then realized, probably. oh, I probably should freeze this. <laughs> Have fun with that. Now he's getting that duck and he's going to mess with you. Oh, God, I will vomit all over this freaking table. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I grabbed a beer. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, no. jerky. Oh, okay. man, Which I grabbed... Which one is that? Is that the elk or is that the? I don't know. I don't remember what the other no, one was. No, this is definitely. Mm, I don't know. I think you ate the elk already. <laughs> yeah, I already ate the elk. Wait. Okay. So was this um chilling like in the truck the f- for a while? No, this has been the fridge. Yeah, Since Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just took it out of the freezer about a month ago. See, if it's good and dry, though, like... It could stay in there for a long time. It could stay in there a long time. If it's, like, really, like, dehydrated, like, you can leave that in your truck. Oh, this is really good. What are you talking about? A thin piece? If you see a thin piece in there, let me know. But, yeah, we just put this on the smoker. Not that much. Just tear it off. Hmm. What do you think, babe? What is it? I don't know. I'm eating jerky that I don't know what it even is. I think it's good. Yeah, that's what I said. Not gonna lie. No, I'm pretty sure. I want to say it's deer. I think it is. Yeah, I guess if it's in the longer slabs. That makes sense because we shot that deer when you're out there. Oh, really? Oh, it happens. What is it? It's just a little hair. No, it's a deer? Yeah, it's deer. Oh, okay. Deer hair is almost impossible to get all of it. Yeah. Well, that makes sense since they're long, longer slabs. No, Maybe this baby loves wild game, and my taste buds have changed. Bruh, that's great. I mean, baby boy. Uh-huh. It's going to have to like it because it's going to hunt. Yeah. Either what if way. it's a girl? Girl or boy, it's going to hunt. You're going to have a tom tomboy on your hands? I almost made a joke, but I kept it to myself. What? People at school is trying to tell them it's a boy or what? Uh-huh. Don't even get me started on that crap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wonder what this would taste like on it. It makes me... It talks about something that just dries me up a wall. Oh, no, I got him started. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. We were already talking about politics stuff earlier. I don't know how you think. <laughs> like, it would be... I just don't... Okay, explain to the okay. listeners, please. Let's talk about... Oh, gosh. Gender neutral theory. Here we go. It's happening. Gender neutral theory. So some people in this world somehow think that it's smart that for, I I just don't get it. Up until a year or two ago, transgender theory just made absolutely no sense to no one. And it had no common sense logic. Well, now that people think, oh, it's smart. Yeah, boys can be girls and girls can be boys. What do you want to do on your personal time? You want to be a girl, you want to be a boy. It's weird, but you do what you want. But we shouldn't be teaching that crap to our kids. Like, that's ridiculous. You want to talk about a factor? 42%. 42% of people that transition from a male to a female commit suicide. Male to only female or female both, also? Both ways. Oh, okay. Gotcha. What the? Like, what the? 42%. Yeah. Now, that is high. 
Here's a good question for you. How many up by percentage of Jews committed suicide in internment camps? That's for you, Jeremy. Nine, seven, that, that's I've a very really, dark question. Yeah, 25%. So one in four Jews committed suicide in internment camps. So there are more transgender people killing themselves than Jews in, in, in can, inter, intern camps. People who are actually, like, whipped, flogged, Watch their beaten, family members get gassed. Shot. Worked from daylight to dawn yeah. with little to no food. Only one in four of those people died or killed themselves. Huh? Yeah. But yet we want to we wanna just somehow go ahead and just, like, teach this to our kids. Like, I just don't get it, man. You know what saddens me about that situation? Not to go too far down this rabbit hole. I I don't remember what state it was. I was talking about it with my buddy John this weekend when we were turkey hunting. It might have been California because that's a very this is a Californian thing to do. <laughs> Sorry, Titus, but um, they just passed a law bill, whatever you want to call it, where teachers are like teachers can. Treat kids like their sexual classifications like uh, doctors treat their patients. They don't have to tell the parents. They don't have to communicate with the parents about it or anything. Like, they can just hide it. Okay, so you're saying, I'm Jimmy. You can now call me Jamie, and I'm a girl now, and you don't have to talk to my parents. Or, like, no, he's saying, like, so you're Jimmy, so, no. I'm the teacher, you come to me that my parents don't want me to be a girl, the parents have the right not to tell, or the teacher doesn't have the right to tell the parents, and they keep it confidential. Yeah, like the parent, like, I could, if you were a teacher, I could ask you if my son decided he either A, really liked boys, or wanted to be a girl, you have the right not to tell me. Like and like, could get in serious trouble if you told me. I just it doesn't <laughs> make sense. Like, like uh, even in the hospital, you have the right if your child is underage to know what's going on. Yeah, you have the right until at least in Nebraska, above the age nineteen. Until you're nineteen, your parents can walk into the hospital and say, "This is my kid. What's going on?" Yeah. Yeah. How is it that teachers well, can keep that away from parents? And it, say our kid, hypothetical, our kid did do that. I want to know. Like, I would like to know that. I would like to parent my kid and talk them through it and uh, help them. Well, when 98% of people that deal with that gender dysphoria come out of it by the time they're 18, like, yeah, I want to know about it so we can work through it. Because... Yeah. If they're mentally going through that, they're going through a lot of stuff, and they should be with a therapist and with their parents, not with some stupid teacher. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have a lot of respect for good teachers, but there's not very many of them left. Oh, sorry. I don't. I wouldn't say that. I think they're also being put into a difficult situation where they're being told they can't tell. I and should I say, in certain states, certain states, there's not very many good teachers anymore. Right. Well, but, and there are some parents out there that would go to the fullest extent of verbally or physically abusing their child if they were if they knew that about their child and so i think it's just like we're still in a time where 
it's it's a it's a rough patch. Yeah, I, I don't know how to put it anywhere else. So you, you could do a whole damn podcast and something like that. You talk about it for hours about how ridiculous it is or the angles that states that are doing that are trying to pull or. Well, my problem is in that same scenario, in those same states that are pulling that crap. Okay, so Jimmy, so say you're Jimmy's dad, Jeremy. You say, no, you're five years old. You don't know what you actually, your name is still Jimmy. It's not Jamie. They're like child or child services are going to show up to your door. Bad parent, you're being abusive. We're taking the kid. Like, are there actual cases that that's happened? Yes. Well, I mean, it was it was a situation in Canada. What was that? A year or two ago, where they had changed the law to work. Who <laughs> was that? I think Zeus is throwing oh. up. Oh yeah. <laughs> That box. was a very big <laughs> Zeus. No, do not eat it. Uh, so Zeus decided he was like he was like doing his oh, weird little like sad. I don't know. He he like mopes when he walks, and he just walks <laughs> over, and just pukes all over the place. I'm just, oh, no. I'm guessing it's all the salt from the jerky. I gave him a couple small pieces. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, Make some I didn't ones. see you do that. But yeah, I'll well, clean it up. Oopsies. Who doesn't like jerky in the family now? Yeah. <laughs> Must be Zeus now. We'll get back to what we were saying. Sorry, burp. Everyone's farting and burping here. Sorry, I got some Bud Light going. <laughs> <laughs> got some pulled goose. I'm in a good mood. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Redneck paradise. But, okay, so back to what we were saying. In Canada, there was a... Oh, there was a situation where for a while there... Parents were allowed, if 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 I'm saying this right, I'm probably not getting all of it, but parents were allowed to change the gender of their kids before, like, I think as young as, like, 10. And then it became this whole situation where it's kids don't understand what they want to be at the age of 10. Like, if my my kid came to me at 10 years old and said, you know, hey, I like the same sex or... Um, I don't know that I want to be who I am. I do think there are people that like go at it too harshly and that's why kids end up like sticking to that in some cases. But I yeah. just would be like, listen, you're 10 years old. You don't know what you want to be. Like, <laughs> Well, it's just you, you. Okay. They say, okay, I like boys. Well, yeah, I like Jeremy, but it doesn't mean I want to kiss him. Like, do you want to kiss your friend? Well, yeah, like, okay, that's a little weird, but, eh. like, well, then there, there it is, like, that, like I'm, that's the difference, but that's but the thing, is, I like, totally you can work through that, that I mean, know? if you're starting to do education on this stuff, where they're wanting to do it in kindergarten, I see that all the time in the hospital, where a kid says, I like this person, I like this person, or I love my nurse, like, they yeah. don't understand the concept of like and love, and the difference between sexually and just friendly, or family, and so when they say those things at school, I'm not saying all teachers do this, but they imply it sexually. It just opens a whole nother door that they weren't even implying that possibly. Yeah. And creating this bubble of communication that can then start confusing them. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, that's why I think it's not okay to bring it up so young. 
I really don't. I don't think. Oh, I don't think that's something that should be taught in schools. Period. No, and that's something I mean, being discussed to do. Well, and a lot, a lot of those situations based from broken families, people that have those desires or want to change that way. I mean, it, it's a statistical fact that it comes from broken families and, you know, depression and you know mental issues. But well, that's the thing is I don't mean to. I don't mean to put down the kids that are going through it because they're, they are going through mental health right. issues. And the mental health in our society is deteriorating because if you really think down to the bottom of everything, kind of going back to what we're talking about, talking about the Bible, we went mm-hmm. through like talking about AD and some of that oh, stuff. Yeah. Like Love yeah. that show. <clears throat> less, and le- less and less of our communities are going to church. And whether you're willing to think of it or not, everyone to some extent needs a higher power or something to follow or a mission. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those kids in our society today, sexuality like is the number one thing. Like that's what they're bombarded mm-hmm. with it's day to dawn. Covered in social media. I mean TikTok, yeah. literally everything. Social media, advertisement, the way people talk. Netflix, literally T V yeah. shows. So there's something another facet of this conversation <clears throat> talking about social contagion. So talking about let's talk about the LGBT community. Like point oh something of the oldest generation or the greatest generation was gay in any way. Or not whatever Jeez. you want to call it. I hate to generation X. Oh my god, I might vomit. I'm sorry. Did he eat he, it? He didn't eat that much. Yes, he did. He ate like half of his own vomit. He's just cleaning up after himself. That's a good boy. Yeah, this really, this really should be called the vomit. <laughs> I just don't let him ever lick him. That's why he Aww. does that stuff. But so then you think about Generation X, and it's like point oh or point five of their community or that generation was gay. Talking about is it Generation X and then Millennials, right? No, there's one in there. I'm thinking of, oh, uh, no, I was talking about the baby boomers. Generation X, I think there was like 2 to 5% was gay. Now, millennials, they say ten per, up to 10% is gay, but now they're saying in Generation Z, there's up to 20% of the, the kids say that they're in some way gay or bi or whatever. And, like, <clears throat> do I think that, like, the baby boomers and the the – the greatest generation do I think some of them were hiding it yeah I would say so like that was definitely not a part of that culture but like 20 percent 20 percent is way too high I wonder to what age groups they started analyzing then versus now if the age groups have widened and so it increases the percentage as well mm, I wouldn't say that you gotta think of you gotta think of an incentive structure why are you incentivized at this point in life to become gay? A lot of them are incentivized because the whole culture is that way and it gets them attention. Like teenagers just want attention. So yeah, it seems like, you know, they think that they're gay or in some way gay. Like you're, you're in a class of students now that you get special, you get special, special things. I mean, I mean, you're more likely to get scholarships. There are people out there though that truly are. Oh, absolutely, gay. and I have no problem with it. You go live your life, but there's a difference between trying to 
normalize it and tried to instill it into people that aren't actually gay. No, my, no, I, no, I, I crazy. I, I no, I. Um, I thought you were gonna bring up the whole new Dumbledore movie. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> oh, yeah. Going okay. Yeah. We started don't, this podcast. Don't let them. Uh, don't ruin the movie, but okay. But going back to what we we're saying, we we started this podcast out saying, "I'm getting tired of the woke BS and Disney, Hulu, Netflix, and talking about." How we had started to watch more pure flicks. Yeah, I love pure flicks. Get it? It's great. They even have hunting shows on it. So Christian, it's like a Christian Netflix. Honestly, you think it'd have like a jankety, really bad platform that's like slow? It's really fast. Really? Like Hulu sucks. <laughs> I've, Hulu, whatever. Like it every, always eggs out. It X's it out. Disney like never works. True. Amazon Prime, like a quarter of the time you try to watch something, yep. it doesn't load. But pure flicks, like bam. <laughs> you want Jesus? You get Jesus. <laughs> well, and not all the shows on there are like really about Christianity. They're just like they might have a faith based, or there's a good genre on there that's not really faith based. But I don't know how you would explain it. Clean. Yeah. Well, going back to what I was saying, like Christian values. I don't know. Like okay, I just get so tired of like everything happened to be gay like the new dumbledore movie i grew up on harry potter i love harry potter when i'm sick when i'm bored watches it every i year. watch it every year like every october like it's his pumpkin spice shit out <clears throat> i get the to, candles like, rolling that's a dream man <laughs> duck hunting harry potter pumpkin spice and harry potter with a side now we're gonna build a new house that's gonna have a fire in it like that's the dream you guys putting great. a real fireplace in there? Or yeah. yeah. Real one? Nice. With a real gas, like, fireplace. Oh, oh he was talking gosh. about wood. Oh, you're talking, like, wood burn. <laughs> no, like, gas fireplace. Like, I do like that's the, smell the of dream. Because I don't want to smell the wood. I, I love I that love smell. Wood fireplace. I love it when our neighbor has his going because it smells so good. Well, then, I like the smell of our neighbor's well, wood. Well, then we'll place the gas fireplace that we've got. No, we'll no, sell it and we'll get one. a wood one for outside. So you can smell it outside. But either way, that's the that's the dream. They had to like they had to ruin it by putting a gay character in it. Not ruin it, but like you can say who why? it is. Why do you like Okay, Dumbledore, Dumbledore's okay. gay. That that's the reason why. Why he's do very we need upset. to put in his character? Here's the thing. There's nothing about them like like their relationship, like there's no there's lovey, no kissy, like no. no nothing, but like it was so just what, like a random what, insert. What's the point? What what it, like, what does it add to the value of the story? What does it add to value of his character? It does nothing except he's gay. And for people to be pissed off about it. Yeah. Why do you need to insert that? Like, it's it's stupid. It is just downright stupid. And, like, I was talking to the earlier that the new Thor now, something about that movie is going to be, there's going to be a gay person in that movie, too. So it's I like every movie. There's another movie too. That well, was, um, I, isn't it Captain America? Uh, I, Light, I, Lightyear. They're supposed to be a gay character. I was gonna Kids say movie, kidsy movie. I was gonna say That's I'm pretty that. sure Disney has there's a new put an incentive to have a gay character in most of their movies yep. at this point. But there's like an actual there's a superhero that is like I'm pretty yeah it's Captain America the new African American 
The one that used to be the Probably. Eagle Eye I or whatever. Know. I know they had talked about the Marvel series Loki. Loki was supposed to be gay or something like that. Well, I'm the new sure. the new line of MCU, Not they're so supposed funny. to be a gay character yeah. in it now. So I don't remember which one it was, but there's just no point. Like it's superheroes. Like what? I just don't. I I guess I don't understand what the point of it is. Because is it really normalizing anything? Well, I mean, you got to look at it as superheroes are idolized. I get that, but you're just trying to indoctrinate kids. Well, you're trying to indoctrinate kids, and sadly, unfortunately, because of that percentage that you're talking of people who, you know, fall under those LGBT guidelines. I mean, it's a marketing strategy at this point, mm-hmm. trying to hit so many people in that genre. Marketing strategy for what, Jeremy? Say it. Just trying to get people to watch their movie. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I do think there's... Marketing structure for the Democratic Party. I well, said it. I, I said it. Well, we're going to need more beer if we're going to be talking <laughs> like this. Uh, I mean, you're... Really? I don't we got think plenty of beer. We I, got, a whole, we got Hunter, bottles yeah. of Crown. Hunter, we got no bottles. <laughs> I, I have a whole handle of Crown Apple. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. Shop just, for shop, baby. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. I just, uh, yeah. it. Most movies are that way today anyways. It's sad. It's most of your bi- big uh, film producers. Well, like, I guess for me, my biggest thing about the hero thing is, uh, you know, going into it now to having a kid. Do I want them in any way like indoctrinated into that thinking when they get older and they can really understand what's going on. Am I fine with them understanding it? And just like me, I don't care if you're gay, whatever, man, live your life. Only aspect I'd care about is that it's not biblically sound, obviously, but that I care about that. And I, I do want people to face the consequences, but so let's, let's say this. We agree on that. I agree that, like, as a person, I'm. If someone asked me if, like, having a gay relationship and being sexual is a sin, yes, the Bible says it. Just mm-hmm. clear as day. You want to argue with me about that? I'll show you verses. Like, that's fine. We but, can. If you want to be angry at me about that, that's fine. But I'm not gonna back off of that because that's the biblical truth. But am I still gonna love that person no matter what? Absolutely. I'm still gonna be their friend. No problem. You want to be gay? I'm going to tell you that that's what God thinks, Mm -hmm. but also I'm going to love you. But what were you saying? So I think this is a great topic to discuss because I think a lot of individuals who are gay and they hear that statement from the Bible, which I do also agree with, they think, oh, well, then Christians don't love us or Christians hate us. And it's it's not that at all. I. I personally believe being gay is the same sin as me murdering someone. It's the same sin as me lying. There's nothing in the Bible that says this sin is worse than this sin. If if I'm incorrect, mm. please correct you know, me. I was thinking about that today. The only thing that I would say is a worse sin is this, you know, the only thing that Jesus was very like Did very it? clear on. He said, "Stated it." Yeah, huh? he stated it. Yeah, okay. like this is a cool. words of Jesus, and I can look it up, but. He basically said, "If you, if you are do something that makes a child sin, you might as well kind of grindstone 
to your foot and jump in the middle of the lake. It's like, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty vivid on what he thinks about, like, getting a child to sin. You said Jesus said this? Yeah, for real. I'm kind of curious. I don't, I don't, I'm going to look it I don't up. Know you that you guys continue and talk. I'm going to look this up. I mean, I think Hunter's on the right, like, Hunter's right. We agree about this completely. Like, I'm going to say the sin, or I'm going to say that I feel like it's a sin, but I think a lot of people use it as an excuse. What do you mean? Like, like where I was going with it all is even though it's the same as the other sins that I was like saying, the reason I got it. Okay. Can I finish? So so I don't forget my thought. Um, cause that's part of my pregnancy brain. Um, <laughs> not gonna lie. Um, see, I'm already losing it. Here it goes. No, I'm going to get it back. So where I was going with that is what causes people to stray away from God, even though you're sinning, whether it's being gay, whether it's lying, whether it's murder or adultery, ETC, it's because you keep doing it and ignoring that, you know, it's wrong. That's when it becomes a problem with God because you're not fixing the relationship. You're not working on it. You're not trying to better. Now that's why Jesus died on the cross for us. And so I think it, our sins are always forgiven, but there's that like give and tug. You have to like continue to work on your relationship with God and maintain that relationship in order to have that relationship as for saying, well, God loves me no matter what, so I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and not really put forth an effort in trying to make a change or do better. I agree with that, and I think I think the problem is is a lot of Christians these days focus on the ask, focus on the you're doing this, so you're doomed kind of oh yeah action. 100%. Whereas I I line up completely with what Hunter's saying. Like I will tell you that I think that's wrong. But I want to love you and lead you as close to God as I possibly can in hopes of being able to save you. And I think I've debated this with so many people, like people that are on like the same track as me and people who are like, no, you're wrong. But I just as Christians, modern day Christians, though, I do think there is a massive problem with people just kind of being too lax. I do also still agree that there is an issue with people being like overly aggressive and it's finding that central position where Mm -hmm. it's you're following your beliefs and trying to, you know, the right path and you're trying to lead people to that path without pushing them down the other two of too aggressive or too lax about it. And where like, it's just an okay thing. And oh, like, that's why I think you get people that say, there's nowhere in the Bible that says you can't be gay or you get people that are like, well, I get persecuted because I'm gay. It's one or the other. It's one of those two situations. It's not a whole lot of in the middle people trying to bring them to the right path, being supportive and loving, but also trying to make sure it's clear that biblically speaking, I'm interested in this verse. All right. Luke 17. Verse 2, I'll read the NLT, New Living Translation. It would be better to be thrown into the sea with a millstone hung around your neck than to cause one of these little ones to fall into sin. 
Okay, that's really dark. I feel like <laughs> it's a little dark. But I'm just saying, like, it literally ties into this conversation that we're having about going back to the whole, you know, teachers these days trying to teach this way of life. Is well, it? here's my thing: is like back into like thinking about when I grew up. I don't. I, I didn't know anything about my teachers. Yeah, I really didn't. And I remember listening to her interview about, like, there's a gay guy in Florida that's complaining about the bill that they just signed that it won't allow you to teach this crap in kindergarten to third grade. Yeah. I think it should be a lot longer than that. But yeah. he was basically complaining. He was like, well, how am I supposed to tell my kids about, you know, going kayaking with my partner? Like, no. Like, you're here to do a job. Do your job. If, like, okay, if you're complaining about how are you going to tell them, why are you trying to expect teachers to teach that if it's something you're so worried about? Yeah. That's my thing with those. Like, uh, like the most I remember anything about talking, my teachers talking about their significant other was <coughs> there was one time my teacher had her husband stop by and give her something during the day and was like, oh, this is how kids. Like that would that that's it as much as I ever knew about their family lives. Yeah, because it's not like you're there. You're there to do your job. Like you're not there to incorporate your personal life into your work life. Like plain and simple. <coughs> I do. I do want to give teachers credit though that they really there are, there are teachers out there that truly their intentions are good and oh. they. They're there for students who don't get fed at home. They're there for students who are going through puberty without the same-sex parent home because maybe they've passed. There's parents that, you know, I think that there's so much that they do. And maybe my question I was going to ask you earlier is, do you really think it's teachers that are the problem or the people who are telling teachers they have to teach it? And I don't know who those people would be, whether it's the government or the school board who decides no, it's usually the teachers that try to push the odds and usually the administration that pushes it back now the administration and your education system can pick out the books you know it's like uh florida like, just kicked out 41 percent of the books that they had picked or the education department of education had picked out because i had critical race theory crap in it mm-hmm. which that's another rabbit hole i'm not getting down but now there is some of that but don't teachers have to make te- like Lessons plans. Yeah, and give it to the school um, prior before teaching. Yeah, but there again, like, it kind of goes back to, it basically, it rolls back on what your your principal is like. I mean, if your principal isn't allowing to let let you kind of slide on some of that stuff, I mean, you can kind of get away with whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Now, what I'm saying, and I said this earlier, is there's like, there's not that many good teachers around. I'm saying like blue states, they care more about indoctrinating kids with some of this crap than they do about teaching the kids. Like there's no standard tech or standardized te- testing in California. They don't want to fix the problem they got going on. They just want to seem like it's better. You want to get a good education? I'll tell you how. Good old Nebraska. Go to a small town, man. <laughs> You're talking about the sentiment that Shay has is because they're a small town teachers that were a part of the community and they cared about the kids yeah that's where you get a good education did i I, do i feel like i got that grade of education or plot Eh, yeah mm, 
I will say there's a lot of benefits to small schools, especially with, I'm going to be vulnerable, but especially with children with learning disabilities. I, I have multiple learning disabilities, and it was very helpful as a child to have access to that. And I, when you were talking about, like, teachers not knowing you, I, I knew my teachers really well, actually. I knew everything about their personal life, and typically any teacher at our school had their own kids at that school. So you knew a lot, but there was never any discussions about, um, I don't know, sexuality or gay or anything like that. Um, there was none at my school that I even knew of, and maybe that's because no one was talking about it. Well, but yeah. the only thing we talked about sexuality was sixth grade when you learned about your body and then senior year when you took a baby home and watched a live birth. That was it. Well, like, you know, going back to Christianity and a lot of people that are on the left that are gay, that's, that. like, they don't have a God. They're secular. They're atheist. They, like, that's their mission. That's what... Not like, all true. The first thing that I think of... Colton Underwood. Don't even start with me. <laughs> so when I think of it, like when I think of like who I am, I my first thing that I think of is I'm I'm a Christ follower. You know, now I'm a dad, I'm a husband. Like those are the things defining factors in my life. A lot of the people that are in this side, this in this community think I'm gay. I'm a part of the gay community. So that's what they try to indoctrinate because that's what they care about most. You know, I talk about my life with Christ. Like, that's one of the most, the things that define me. I talk about hunting because that's what interests me. But mm-hmm. that's what these people want to do is indoctrinate their kids because that's what defines their life. Mm-hmm. But correct me if I'm wrong, but that's just my thought. Well, it's okay to have your own thought. Anything that's being said on here, this is all personal opinions and whatever references we made we had resources but yeah i think that it is a discussion that many people can talk about for hours and it's an ongoing discussion about opinions on it well i think it's one of the most important issues of our age and if i don't think we nip it in the butt now it's it's gonna get a lot worse than before it gets better well i think something that i sympathize with shay in this whole situation because i went to a small school as well i mean there was 16 people in my graduating oh, class. Sheesh, mine was like 32. Yeah, like I, so I knew everybody well, knew all the teachers well, knew families well. Like, so I get, like, that personal relationship was definitely there. So I, I understand that. But I think there's one thing that you did say that, like, when you're talking about this conversation, you talked about how you didn't really experience any of those, com- like, conversations about the LGBT community in there in school because this is a really new i mean i know some people would call this an extremely exaggerated word and considering the time we're in right now this is a new social pandemic if you will social contagion yeah social (laughs) i would like to call it i i would use the word of pandemic because it is moving so aggressively and furious throughout the, our community i would say the world the wor- Isn't that pandemic a world or epidemic is a world epidemic is a world okay. or no pandemic is the uh is the world epidemic is like a country mm-hmm. kind of like countrywide okay so it'd be an you epidemic, know that and that's the thing is it started out it like 
The LGBTQ thing didn't get started until 2012. If you go back to 2008, Barack Obama, Biden, they said a, a man and a wife makes a family. Up until 2012, no one even had thought through this whole issue. Now, it started to change when he got towards 2014, 2015 into 2016. And then now it's gotten even even worse because <clears throat> even a lot of the people that believe in the LGBTQ um, in that camp, there's a lot of them now that are really not happy with this whole, like, their whole movement and then it being transitioned now to the transgender movement. There's mm -hmm. a lot of them that aren't very happy with it because it's even more extreme and radical. And, like, that's the LGBTQ thing. You know, like I said, you want to live your life, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't, I really don't see that as dangerous. Like, that's just a choice. Like, that's a personal choice. You can live that way after work, however, right? The transgender thing, that's dangerous because there's some serious issues and serious consequences that come of that stuff. Well, it's a life altering decision if you, you know, go seriously far with it. And I mean, not only that, but working in healthcare, I, I, I deal with this, I wouldn't say issue a lot, but you have a transgender come in and say they used to be a male and now they're a female. Okay. They tell me they're a female. They look like a female. Okay. I'm going to believe you're a female. We have to now ask, what were you born as? Because we need to still do screenings. You still have a prostate, even if you're a woman now. You still have internal organs that are at risk for cancer, prostate enlargement, things that we need to know so we can save your life. And it's been a constant ongoing issue that people just won't tell us the truth. And later on, we'll see correlations with healthcare problems because we never were informed about the correct gender now granted medical you see a lot of things you work a lot it's not hard to truly figure it out and that's a little bit helpful but it's like the medical world it's such a insane eye-opening situation because I mean it, it's life or death for some people and I understand you want to identify as something but just because I'm asking so I can help you get the correct screening I don't think you should be mad at me for just trying to help you medically for that. So, it, yeah, that's my thought. How dare you ask them what they were? I know. How dare you? And that's the thing. I'll, I'll call you by what you want to be named or if you would like to be he or she at the hospital. But when I'm looking at your chart, I'm going to be internally thinking about your internal organs and what I need to be aware of. I'm going to be honest. I'm like that old man on that issue. I, I, if there was some dude that walked up and tried to be a woman in a dress, like, I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm but, really going to. But that's the street that you're not taking care of that person. You're medically not I, tied hey, to having to take care of that person. I get so what you're there's saying. a point to where you have to be respectful. No, I don't agree with what they're doing or what they've done, but I, I'm still a respectful human being. I'm going to treat you just as the same as the person I'm taking care of in the next room. But I just need full and honest transparency, and we're not getting that from a lot of that community when we are taking care of those patients. Mm, I get what you're saying on the medical side. 
Gary that's walking around as Mary. <laughs> oh God. Just like our like, there's a governor right now. Like, Car- I think it's Carol Blood. Have you seen any? Have you seen much of the governor race and all that crap that's going around? Oh, you got Herbster pilling, uh, Lindstrom all at each other's throats, and then you got then you got Carol Blood. That's like she's crazy, like crazy Democrat. And I just every time I see Carol Blood and I see a sign. Dude, I just want to walk up, knock on their front door, and ask for gas money because you know those people voted for Biden, and like I ain't having it. Like, help a brother out because you voted yeah. for him and you suck. So give me some gas money. <laughs> like you must have plenty of money in your pocket. I don't disagree with you, but man, you came in fiery tonight. You really Bruh. did, there, honey. I have been. I have been. Yeah. The gas has been going on the fire for the last couple of days. It's been driving me crazy. Yeah. I just tell you what, I hope Elon Musk buys Twitter. Dude, I would love <laughs> I to see would that. I would love it. I really want it to happen. Dude, I see some few memes that are flying around, like the Clarify same people. who's Elon Musk. So Elon, Elon Musk, Musk is the guy oh, who started Tesla. Ah. And then he started Space or SpaceX. SpaceX. And, like, he's a great businessman. That's the thing is, like, people are trying to make him out to be some conservative hero. He's not a hero. He's just a dude that believes in free speech. I think he's more libertarian than he is conservative. But, like, I would just like to see the riot that would happen if he bought Twitter. Because, like, the same people that were like, oh, I'm going to go to Canada if Trump wins, are going to be the same people that end up, like, saying they're going to get off Twitter if Musk uh, gets on Twitter. But I would just like to see him buy Twitter just so, like, I have not had a Twitter. But if, if like, Musk got on Twitter and then opened it up to all free speech and changed the algorithm, I might actually think about getting on Twitter again. Oh, I probably would. Just, just for, like, marketing for the podcast. Like, I would do it. Maybe I might actually been able to get some followers. But, Shay, <laughs> going back to another conversation we had before starting this. Like, I'm just getting, like, talking about, like, social media. <laughs> Dude, like, Instagram is so, like, sh- we are shadow banned so bad to the point where it's, like, it's not And even... it's filled with nothing but women. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing bikinis. But women. No, seriously, actually, I mean, I'm not. Not I, I'm not going to out myself here, like, saying I look at all this stuff, but not on my hunting, not on the hunt fish 365 one but my personal account let's just see that's weird mine's the opposite my personal account doesn't have i guess i'm, I'm i mean i get it. i get some of it on my personal account of course i'll show it and there won't be anything now <laughs> i mean there's one there's two. Oh my goodness turkey hunting's heavy right now Ugh, all stupid uh, there's there's some photos. Basically, what I'm saying is, it's is, nothing uh, about women, one. and you can't no, just have a whole bunch freaking more. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm scrolling far enough down that like it shouldn't even be like stuff that I really want to see on my, you know, the Instagram <laughs> for you page. I mean, but like, okay, that is a ass. Like, it's just. That is the sad reality about social media is at this point. And TikTok, TikTok's just as bad. Like, really? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never got on TikTok because... There's a reason. Shay didn't want me on it, and it was a good choice. I so mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to call it Instagram. Their reels are getting just as bad. Yeah. It's yeah. starting to get there. That's the only. Th- that's the only. That's what the algorithm preferences. The that's thing, the only thing they can get traction. The thing that I do like about TikTok is their algorithm runs much smoother. I would say so. Like if you're flipping through, oh yeah, one you can cancel if you see something you don't like. You can say I don't want to see this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, if you, quit, you know, if you're swiping by stuff and not watching the whole video, it says ah, oh, you know, he doesn't want to see that, and they'll get it out of there. Mm-hmm. Like, mine's nothing but baby stuff right now. <laughs> I bet. And all my, like, literally, my TikTok right now, nine out of ten videos is turkey hunting. Not <laughs> even kidding. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to uh, I need to post some of those Instagram reels I made and put them on our TikTok because I have not put any of that. Because that's the other thing, too. TikTok's so hardcore about anything hunting. They, yeah. They've loosened, they've loosened up a touch. Really? I would they? say, like, you got to be careful still, but... They're we not. They're not just like full blown deleting everything. Hmm. I did the macarena with my gun strapped to my back. Literally, the safety was on. The action was open. It wasn't even loaded, and it got flagged. And I appealed for it, and they actually gave me it back. But it was like Bruh. I wasn't even shooting anything. This is communist China. They don't even know guns. <laughs> they don't even know what that means. Oh, honey. They don't even know what an action is. I'm just saying. The only action they I... know is getting shot by the. Chinese communist government. Okay, you really are in a <laughs> transparent world right now. <laughs> Give me some crown. Let's go. <laughs> you're going to be a dad, so you're just getting angry all the time now. Get off my lawn. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, let's talk about turkey hunting. You brought it up. so. Oh, wow. What? We're really jumping. What? We don't want to talk about turkey hunting if you don't want it. <laughs> hour, hour 14. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, we. <laughs> I did not know we were talking that long. To be honest, with maybe you. that could be a second episode. You want to be a second? Are you going to stay around for a second episode? Probably not. Why not? It's going to be my bedtime. No, it's baby's not. got to lay down. It's not your bedtime yet. It's, it's almost nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. You can make it to ten. No. <laughs> yeah, you can. I cannot. I need to go <sighs> lay down. Maybe we can. Rest the tum tum. Maybe we can wait for Dane because Dane can do the turkey episode with us. There you go. Since he's been pretty uh, intertwined in our turkey hunting. So. See, and I have not. So. Jeremy promised me a double banded turkey. And I have not promised you. Double banded? Yeah, double banded. And I'm at zero turkeys this year, and Jeremy's at one turkey. Yeah. But how many times have you gone turkey hunting? Like twice? Yeah, you've only gone twice. I've been scouting twice. That's like you Too when you well. make fun of me. You haven't gone any day or Yeah, you're gonna go you gonna go this year when you're pregnant? Uh depends if I can maintain heat or not. September and October. She won't wanna go. She in September, October, she, I mean, no offense, but you're I'm going to be big. I'm going to be a whale. She's going to be huge. She's not going to be interested in tromping through no marsh. Go to David City. I told City, them my waders like, aren't even going to go like over a, my stomach. It's a 300-yard walk <laughs> on dry land. I, I I would be down to go a few times, but, yeah, there's not going to be a high expectation of many. Bro, all you got to do is put some muck oh boots on. Oh, my gosh. On. What if I went into labor out there? That would be terrible. Dude, that would be sick. No. You are delivered in the blind. <laughs> oh, my 
I washed you off in the muddy, <laughs> muddy marsh. I'm talking about a black water baptism right there. Amen. <laughs> oh my God. You got pre-baptized. <laughs> yeah, no, I love you, but no. And then I'll put it like a little duck blood on their head, oh, like Simba. Ew. Simba. Wouldn't that be awesome? I'm going to come home to you doing some weird things. Yeah. <laughs> what are dads for? You're not wrong. What am I supposed to do when I'm home with the baby? Just like nothing? Stare at it and watch it poop. <laughs> no, you're not freaking... <laughs> You just, you just like tap it and just like poke it. Did he poop yet? Do something. <laughs> Did he poop? I could see you like somehow safely strapping the child to the back of Nala and just like <laughs> <laughs> letting Nala carry the child around everywhere. And yeah, I don't know. You got to get yourself one of those dad backpacks. So when I go hunting. So when we go like pheasant hunting. That would be cute. That would be really cute. I've always wanted to do kid waiters. They're so cute. Mm. With a little kid hat, we could get him a little BRH like beanie. Oh my gosh, adorable. No? No. What? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Say, why would you not be all about that? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Your wife's literally saying you can take a child hunting at the age of underneath, under one. Yeah, I. Caught a fish at nine months old. <laughs> Wait, how'd you do that? My dad helped me. A lot. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> like, it actually didn't did really it all. catch You're the fish. <laughs> You're there's more a witness. Pi- there's a picture, and I'm he's holding me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about how many kids have caught, in, like, big fish on, like, tiny little poles. Like, little kid poles. I, Seems I like I've seen a lot. When I was a kid, we got to two rivers a lot. When I was a kid, and there was... Somebody who cut, there was like a six year old who cut a striper out of the plat with one of those little rods. Yep. <laughs> like, I think also at for the, one of the lakes out west for a while there, there, the lake record was some kid hooked into a fish on one of those rods for a striper or something like that. Hmm. Nice. Like the little Dora. Yeah, we'll get your Dora, Dora, Dora the Explorer. Oh, I know it. I'm. I know one of the things I'm buying your kids for one of his first his hers first birthdays. What? This is gonna out on it'll annoy Shay eventually. Getting her, getting them one of them popping guns. I did have one for Nala for a while to train her, but yeah. I, don't, I think we threw that away. I had like. A dozen of those as a kid. Oh, I'm pretty sure my mom almost took it away and broke it from me. Broke it so many times. That's why I don't feel good. <laughs> well, really? I just learned I'm not supposed to eat wild game while pregnant, and I think I understand why now. That doesn't make any sense. I don't though. feel good at all right now. <laughs> uh, it's mostly due to lead shot, and that wasn't shot with lead. So. Oh, well, I still don't feel good. That's why I looked uh, it up because I, I feel like puking. Says you can also eat cured meat that has been avoid meat such as goose. Yeah, Uh-oh. it's just talking about lead shot. There's nothing to do with lead in those birds. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, I Your love you shot. all. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the restroom now and. All right, vomit podcast. Yep. <laughs> I just stay safe and not 
step into Zeus's. Oh, yeah. Don't forget about Zeus's bomb. That would be gross. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Makes me want to puke a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well. Gosh, she almost stepped in it. (laughs) Well, I don't think I have anything else. Unless you want to talk about something Not anything that would go with this podcast (laughs) at this point. If. We're, uh, we're just <laughs> this podcast is a disaster, but I appreciate you guys stepping in. And if you guys in. enjoy this podcast, make sure you leave us a review. Hunter is very uh, passionate about all these topi- topics because he just is. And well, I'm sure we I'm, can I'm talk about it more I'm, and more. I'm passionate because it's our future, and I hate like seeing our, oh, it's our country just destroyed and collapse because... We have we have two completely bo- different belief systems. We have one belief system that thinks the government's going to take care of them, and they have their faith and trust in the government and people, and then we have one that has their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And let's just say the one belief system has destroyed several empires, and they do not exist anymore. But yet uh, the church continues to live on and keep growing, so... Take that score to the bank. And in Revelations, it's pretty clear on who wins the battle. So if you want to read it, I would uh, encourage you to do so because it makes it pretty clear. (laughs) Yeah. So if you guys have any questions, I know some of you got some of these, like, we got into these topics that tend to flare some people up. Uh, I bet bet you'll get some... uh some flashback. You'll get some love, maybe some not so love on this one. I've come to the point with our podcast that it's just it is what it is. We're going to talk about what we want to talk about. We're going to share our opinions and if you guys don't like them, well, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. We all have opinions and we can all believe things that we want to believe and we can all have good conversations about it, but at the end of the day, it's our beliefs, so if you mm. want to share your beliefs, start a podcast. I'll come on it and we'll talk. <laughs> there you go. All right, everybody. Appreciate you uh, listening to our podcast and BS. And hope you have a good night. See you. <laughs>